are listening to the sportsovertime.com. Your blood, our sweat, your tears. <laughs> no, that's not it. You are listening to sportsovertime.com, where the clock doesn't matter. This is a show about sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your host, Jazz Santana. What's going on, everybody? Good evening. This is a weekly sports drop. We're back at it. Jazz Santana joined in the studio with the amazing Degener Robbie Campbell, my good friend. How are you doing, it's sir? It's been a good day so far. I had that cover with UT Arlington over Appalachia State. They won by 18. They only needed to win by six, and I got that cover early in the day. I mean, do we really have to start off the show like that, man? Well, I mean, it's, I mean middle of the day. Is there anything better in anything? Not just gambling, but... Action in the middle of the day during work during the workday. No, yeah, there is a lot a lot better. I don't I don't I don't know how. I, I mean, mean, action at night is hard. Is, I mean, you get action at night whenever action you want. at night is a lot better. But uh, I'm gonna have. To but you can get action at night all the time. How often is it? Do you get action in the middle of the day? Yeah, but it depends on what type of action we're talking about here. Well, any kind I mean, of action. What type of action are we talking about, man? I mean, any type of action is good action, but especially in the middle of the day where it's hard to find action. It's it's always it's a, it's it's great, especially for when you wake up in the morning. Action, breakfast action. Well, I, th- I think the action that I'm talking about is a, is a little bit different. <laughs> I don't think we're t- I don't think we're too far off. I think we're talking. I think we're very close as far know, as man. action is. I don't know. By the way, I can't get this uh, Adobe audition to work. Ah, screw Adobe. It's always a, you know, you know, it's okay because uh, Sean can get us the stuff, so I'm oh. okay with it. So, Just hit the record button. Yeah, forget about Adobe no, audition. I'm not even worried about it. What a scam! It. It's like wait, is, is it a what, what's that? What's that uh, word? Doc, not word document. PDF that, that that's made by Adobe, and then they make they make this uh, recording thing too. It doesn't make any sense. It's all a scam. It's the Russians. It's the Russians. Anyways, we've got some big news uh, today that we are going to talk about. I don't want to mention too much, but Jarvis Landry has been trade. He's off. He's uh, off to uh, the great state of Ohio to join LeBron James. Whoa! And I just got another. I got. I got another text alert. Some more. Some more hot takes. Yes, I'm getting. I'm getting alerts here that. I got. I'm gonna look this up. I got. This is a text. I haven't checked social media or anything yet. Okay. Apparently, Tyrod Taylor. Is also going to the Browns, huh? So I'm 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 I'm, I'm scrambling right now. So that so so now what do you do now? I mean, that's so many questions now. So here's so here's what's happened in the last couple of days, right? We've got Richard Richard Sherman getting cut by Seattle. Jer, uh, Jeremy Lane, their other cornerback, getting cut by Seattle as well. Okay, we've got Jarvis Landry being traded to the Browns for a few a few draft picks, right? I heard what? it was one 2018 and one 2019. We, we know is that, that right? we know that they're not uh, neither of the picks are first or second round and right. we know one is a 2018 one 2019. We still don't okay. know and uh, this is I just checked out of Schefter. The Browns are going to trade a mid-round draft pick to the Buffalo Bills for Tyrod Taylor. So they're just giving away all their draft picks. You know what? They might as well. They never do they do crap in the draft anyway. No, I, I have a question. Do they, I mean, do they have good drafts? Do they have good drafts? They they stockpile they've stockpiled they've had, draft picks. They, they have some, now this year some this guys year that can play. this year the Browns have not just two picks in the top four. Everybody knows right. they have one and four, but they also have one and four in the second in round. The second round as well. So and then now they're, they're giving away. Yeah, I just got the I just got the ping now from she, uh, Adam Schefter. Also so uh, so it appears that they're not give, they're giving away. They're gonna they still have all four of those picks, and now they have Tyrod Taylor. And uh, do they still draft a quarterback? 
with a, with one, with number one or number four. I don't know. I, th- I think now. I think now. Look, Tyrod Taylor. We, obviously, we understand Tyrod Taylor is not an amazing he's quarterback. A, he, we won't go to okay, the playoffs. He's a Pro Bowler, right? He's he's a, he's a previous. He, he went to the Pro Bowl. I know he went as an All-Star quarterback. And now, and now Buffalo. Buffalo. Another question. Buffalo has back-to-back picks: twenty-one and twenty-two. Are they trying to are move you, up? Are they going to try to move up and get? Or a are they going to try to sign a sign Kirk Cousins? Oh, it's pandemonium! Or are they going to just stick with uh, Peterman? No, I don't think they like no, what they saw God, after no, they threw no, those five no, picks, no, right? No, no, no. I think you or me, they'd rather give Jazz Santana and me a, a, a deal before they listen, give it to bro. I don't know why you're knocking me, bro. I'm a, I'm a flag football quarterback, and I'm an absolute stud in flag football. All right, <laughs> maybe some of the people that I've played with might hey. might not echo that sentiment, but all right, I happen to be a damn good quarterback in the flag football scene. All right. Hey, I, I was a I, I I was a quarterback too in the intramural flag they football. They call me the five. short, fat Doug Flutie. I was, I was the Cuban Missile Crisis. The shorter, fatter Doug Flutie. <laughs> the shorter, fatter Doug Flutie. That's what they call me. So <laughs> so yeah, man, big news coming out of the NFL, not only locally but just all across the board with Richard Sherman and Jeremy Lane, and well, and also Michael Bennett, right? So Michael Bennett gets traded. Uh, was it two days ago? Yeah, a couple days ago. Okay. Yeah. To the Eagles. To the Eagles. The Eagles are loaded up. Because they also yeah. traded for Daryl, uh, this kid uh, Daryl Worley. Yeah, and they traded. They the gave cornerback from, from and they gave up Torrey Smith from to the Panthers, right? And they gave up Torrey Smith, which is funny because I think didn't didn't send seven ninety have Torrey Smith on on a few a few weeks ago, or was it Dan Levitard? It, it might have been Levitard. We, we, we don't get those kind of guys. It was Torrey Smith. It was yeah, it was Levitard. <laughs> we don't get those kind of yeah. You can't even get Yoel Romero. Oh yeah. I mean, oh my god. You're gonna have to depend on me to get Yoel Romero. <laughs> oh over my there. god. All right. Abe, where you at, man? It's not me anymore. Abe, where you at? We need to get your Romero over on 790, dude. <laughs> oh, man. All right. This so is, this is crazy, man. Put your comments in there on the Facebook. I just posted the Facebook Live. Yes. We're out there. Get your comments in. What are the Browns doing? What is Buffalo going to do? We want to hear it all. It's crazy pandemonium. I want to know I, I want to know what, uh, what you guys think the Miami Dolphins are going to do now. Well, I mean, are we still thinking? Okay, so that's what I wanted to start off with, right? The Miami Dolphins. Here's what I'm thinking. All right, I'm going to give you a hot take. This is what's going to happen. All right, you want to hear this? the hottest take you're going to get all night? Let's get the hot take. You want the hot take? Bring it, the hottest take. All right, so this is, what, this is what's going to happen. All right, here we go. First round pick with the 11th pick, the Miami Dolphins select Baker Mayfield. Wow, Baker, Baker, Nothing against Baker Mayfield, but Baker I believe Mayfield. unless the Dolphins do some crazy trade like the Buffalo Bills just did, I believe the Miami Dolphins are committed to Ryan Tannehill, and I just don't think that with the amount of issues but, the Dolphins have on this team, that the Dolphins can afford to draft a guy who's going to sit and not play. That's all. I'm, but that's, who's to say that he's not going to he's not going to go ahead and, no, over, again, and overtake Ryan Tannehill? Number but, one, I know he's he's coming off. He's got a bum knee. All right, he's got a bum knee. He he doesn't make any but now now we don't have Landry either okay so we don't have Landry Landry's gone right and we all know that Ryan Tannehill doesn't does he make anybody better well look he, before his injury because he was if eight he doesn't five, make any, was, anybody better why why not go ahead and start not, and I, I hate to say it but start from scratch start I'm, look, I'm not advocating you know that much mean? for Ryan Tannehill but clearly the Dolphins are listening to Adam Gase listening to listening listening wow listening to Mike Tan I do that a lot. Listening to Mike Tannenbaum. Big shout to out Chris to Green. Toast, by the way. Yeah. To- Toast is listening to him. Right <laughs> Based on what, everything they've said, unless it's all smokescreen, they are 
high on Ryan Tannehill, and they expect Ryan Tannehill to be back on this team as your starting quarterback. So if that's the case... As in they're high, as in they're smoking a lot well, of weed I mean, or something? I mean, like that? <laughs> they really believe I in mean, him. And it's I, how can you be so high on him, though? Honestly. Can you I mean, he was, eight, he was 8-5 and five before his injury. He was starting okay. to turn the corner. Then he got that nasty hit by Calais Campbell with the Cardinals, right. and he hasn't been the same since. And maybe he should have had the surgery initially, but he didn't. He tried to rehab it, and he got injured again in, in training camp. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm... I'm Look, I I start I st- look. I, I, I Terry Hill started to grow on me. He started to grow look, on me. I have and my he got questions. Hurt. I have my He's questions. He's thirty-one years old with a bum knee. He's but missed just, a, a season and a half. Either go full all out, trade Tannehill, and draft your Baker Mayfield, or if you're going to believe Tannehill's the guy, which it's not like he's at the end of his career. Well, what's What's Tannehill's trade value right now? There's there's plenty. There's plenty of desperate teams that are going to get that are trying to get a quarterback. Okay, now Tyrod so Taylor just got traded with, with the Cardinals, right? For them to trade up and get. Uh, now I, I I thought the Cardinals would want. Ten, I mean, not trade up. You just give them fifteen. Actually, yeah, you're right. But I don't think the now seeing what Tyrod Taylor went for, which is a, like a mid round pick apparently, third fourth round right. is there. Is Tyler? I, I Hill's a better quarterback than Tyrod. But Taylor, I don't think I don't right? think he's two rounds better. Would than you him. agree with him though? Would you agree with that that he's a better quarterback than Tyrod? Yeah, Taylor? I think he's a better quarterback than Tyrod. Taylor. But is he, is he all? All right, so what did they give him? A mid round pick, third or fourth round pick? Yeah, it's all we know is it's a mid round pick. What's up, Guido? Uh, if it's a third, if it's a third pick, yeah, is he two whole rounds better than him? No, yeah. that's all I can see them getting is a third round. pick. I mean, there's desperate teams like the Cardinals. If they don't get Kirk Cousins, they're stuck at fifteen, and none of the quarterbacks they want are going to fall to them. That uh, and well, now the Browns might not take a quarterback with their with their first two picks. That's right. Someone reminded me on Instagram. All right, it's wake and bake time, baby. It's wake, wake and, and bake. bake time. It's wake and bake. That's it. We're going with Baker Mayfield. I'm telling you right now, that's who they're going to draft. All right, you can get you, you put put that one put that one on the dartboard to do. It's third. It's a it okay. is a thir- it is a third round pick. Third round pick that they gave up for Tyron. Tyron Taylor. So so, so wait. So now we know okay. how many. Wait before before today, how many third round picks did the Browns have? We have to figure that out because. That eliminates a competition for the Dolphins because it means the Dolphins did not get a third-round pick from the Cleveland Browns this year if the Browns only had one for third-round pick. Oh, my so, God. Now I'm screwing, going so that's going to be a fourth-round pick then. Yeah, I think I think, I'm thinking maybe the third-round pick is next year for the Dolphins. Gave, and then they gave one. Oh, okay. So t- the 2019 pick may be a third-round pick. But the 2018 probably is not going to be higher than a four because hmm. reality check for Jarvis Landry, dude, right? I mean, at this point. I mean, he's going to get his money in Cleveland. He's gonna get his money. But he got traded for a fourth round pick. Well, and well, well, because of his contract. It's not because of. It's not like Jar- Jarvis Landry isn't like. Oh man, the Dolphins. Right, but he's got that contract because the Dolphins franchised him. If the Dolphins don't fran- franchise him, do you think he gets sixteen million from someone else? Yeah, that be as of right know. now. By the way, by the does. way, the, the Browns are willing to make that trade, and the, the Jarvis Landry and the Cleveland Browns have not worked out a long term deal yet. There's a chance that Jarvis Landry, they, they might work it out later, but as of right now, Jarvis Landry is under contract with the Cleveland Browns for the franchise tag, one year, $16 million. So you'd rather play that one year out in Cleveland? Well, they, they still have time. They can still work it out. Okay, but let's just say. But the Browns were. Hypothetically, if they don't sign him to that extension, do you, I mean, you put yourself in that position. Are you, would you rather play one, one year in Miami or one year I, in if, Cleveland on a $16 million salary? If if I if I know I'm not going to get the money I want from Miami, I'd rather take my chances and go to Cleveland, who wants me and and might be more willing to work out a long term deal. Okay, well, I mean, we'll see. I I just don't I just don't see. Yeah, I I don't think the Dolphins was. Uh, I don't think the Dolphins were were ready to to, to give him a multi year contract. 
And I think that's that was the issue there. And look, I can not uh, for that money. I can see both sides. One hundred and twelve receptions last year, more receptions than anybody in the history of the league for the first four years of the season. Right. But he averaged eight yards a catch, eight point eight yards a catch to right. be exact. Although a lot of people are going to say, also, yeah, he went from four touchdowns to nine touchdowns this year as well. With with, with Jay Cutler, with Jay Cutler and Matt Moore, and and one game of David fails, he went from four touchdowns to nine touchdowns. Right. I thought he helped Jay, Jay Cutler tremendously uh, this year, and. Uh, so okay, so let's just say, all right, because I'm I'm thinking it's wake and bake time. Wake and bake. Yeah, I'm thinking it's wake and bake time. But if they don't go with Baker Mayfield in the first round, okay. So do you see them going after a quarterback maybe in the second or third round? Because I they know might. they like Lamar Jackson as well, right? I they might they might do that, but I think it would be kind of pointless. Either way, like you know. I mean, I guess it's better that they take a second or third round pick on a guy who's not going to play than a first round pick on a guy who's not going to play. But I, I feel, I still feel like you're not using that pick to help your team. I think it's either go hard in the first round or don't go at all. You're going to do on it on a quarterback. Yeah, well, that, that's what you're saying. Like you're, you're taking a pick in the second or third round, and you're, you're you're hoping to push Ryan Tannehill. But I think that's too high of a pick just to use as motivation. Just to say, hey, Ryan Tannehill, we got another quarterback coming if you don't do well. But like, still, what if Ryan Tannehill actually does do well? Then you have a second round pick not doing anything, and then you're just hoping to look, you're hoping to get back a six a couple years from now when that pick when you, when someone wants to trade for him. Tyrod Taylor, man, Tyrod Taylor. So now he's their starting quarterback over there. He's gonna have Jarvis Landry. He's gonna have Josh Gordon. He's gonna have Josh Gordon. He's gonna have Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson, baby. And they had the first pick of the draft. It's probably gonna be and Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. So well, that guy's whoa. I, yeah, I got nothing. He's, he's incredible. I got nothing to sit bad to say about that. Maybe the best running back prospect in 10, 20 years. In a while. In a while. And then I mean, two, got, 233 pounds, and he runs a four four. I mean, that it's incredible. It's, he's impressive. He's, he's huge. He's massive, back. and he, he's one of the fastest running backs in the draft. And then they've got, and then they've got the fourth round pick. Is uh, I'm sorry, the, the fourth, fourth pick, pick in the draft. In the, in so the now, draft as well. now, now, well, that begs the question: if they take, if they, if they take a quarterback with any of those picks? Well, a lot of people have them going first round, uh, first pick. Either a quarterback or Saquon Barkley. Or they can go Saquon right. Barkley and one, and they can they go have, like a Minka Fitzpatrick or, have or right Bradley now. Chubb. But I think everybody, every single mock draft in the world has Bradley Chubb going to the Colts at number three. Yeah, I don't I don't see them going after after Bradley Chubb. I think it's going to be Minka. I mean, at least right now it shows that it's Minka Fitz, Fitzpatrick. God, you can't, this, this is just crazy. The league gear, the, the what, today's the ninth? They've the, got a pretty good secondary. The Cleveland Browns. Now with Jabril Peppers. Our old friend, our old friend Jamar Taylor, who we kind of revived Jamar his career. Jamar Taylor over there. Revived his career a little bit in, in Cleveland. Yeah. They yeah. cut Joe Hayden last year. That's right. Yeah, he went. So they would make Fitzpatrick could be fit the ideal role for them in, at pick number four. You know, yeah. eventually, eventually something's got to give, man, with Cleveland. I mean, well, today, the seventh was Wednesday, so the fourteenth is the start when all these moves can be official. The fourteenth, that's Wednesday. Right. Right. So think about these days. Sunday, the tournament brackets comes out. Tuesday and Wednesday, you got the opening rounds of the tournament. Wednesday, you have NFL free agency. And then Thursday and Friday, you got March Madness. Listen, for, for March Madness, whoever whoever's out there that's listening to us now or it's going to listen to us to us on the podcast, come check us out on Thursday. We're going to be over at Jay Wakefield with... Uh, oh, the, the, the shipping container. With, yeah, Levitar with the shipping crew. container, with Levitard, with... Trying Dutch, out the beers. Dots. Yeah, we're doing a, uh, a flight for the shipping container. So Chris is going to have his own beer. Uh, Guillermo's going to have his own beer. Mike Ryan's going to have his own, and Roy. Mm-hmm. So we're you know anybody who goes out to Jay Wakefield is going to be able to try any one of these beers. Well, actually, it's going to be a flight, so you get to try all four of the beers, and you get to vote on which one you like the best. And then by the the time the uh, the final comes around, they're gonna they're gonna can the beer that was the most popular, the one that got the most votes. Since, cool. since we're doing programming announcements here, I'm gonna throw another programming. Announcement. Absolutely. I mean, if you if you plan on watching tonight. 
Duke and North Carolina. Do not watch. That game last night between Carolina and Miami, the officials fixed that game so that they can get that semifinal matchup of Duke-North Carolina to play tonight. I'm on full boycott mode as much as I want it, as much as... I so to why are you getting game. all excited about the tournament then? No, this is an ACC tournament. Oh, I'm boycotting okay. just tonight. I'm watching all the other games, but I am in full boycott of tonight's Duke UNC matchup because did you watch the Canes game last night? I watched a little bit of it. But at the end of the, thing. it was a four point game with like three minutes to go, and then the yeah. calls just it was a, it was a atrocious started I going. To, I went to the bathroom, got out of the bathroom, and it was a seventeen point uh, loss, and I was like, yeah, it was a four. But you, it looks like a blowout, but it wasn't. It was a right. hard fought. Back the Canes started the game up fourteen to nothing, and then Carolina, as you expected, made right. a run, get back in the game. Sure, and. It, there were some ridiculously bad charges called. On, I heard there were some pretty bad calls. It was an obvious block. They they fixed that game to make sure to ha- that they had their Duke and North Carolina three the grudge match. They make sure they had that tonight. And and I'm on full boycott. I'm not watching that. I'm not watching it tonight. As much as it hurts, it's, it's probably going to be a good game. But I ain't watching it. I'm on full boycott. Listen, when we come back, we're going to talk about what stinks inside this studio. And obviously, it's Robbie's no, fault. Nobody can, nobody can, nobody can tell. It's, Ro- it's Robbie's fault. The smell doesn't peek through the sneak of the Facebook Live. <laughs> the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right. East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stew fish, uh... Cock fritters, cock salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab, the best in Bahamian food, south, oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Box. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami, it all goes down. one 8014 North. Northwest 6th place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th place in Miami Gardens. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday. Stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cock, hot salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down east of Miami. 18014 Northwest 6th place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the sports. Brothers Radio. Man, I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please 
Drink responsibly. I need football. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph. And I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting disaster to the number 20222. We are back, Weekly Sports Shop, campus of Miami Media School here in Mary Brickle Village. And I want to start off by talking about this terrible smell as I walked into the studio earlier today, right before the show started, and I was thinking to myself, what the hell is Robbie eating? It was a public sub. They're yeah, well, delicious. it didn't smell like a public sub. Well, it's not really like you just went. You just went fishing. You caught the fish, and you came straight over here and cut yourself some sashimi. Well, I, I do a lot of fishing, especially with especially for gambling lines. I yeah. definitely do. Yeah, that's that. That's the only type of fishing you're doing. <laughs> All right? Always something fishy going on, or fishing for compliments. So, speaking of something fishy going on, there's something definitely fishy going on with all these moves happening. In it the stinks NFL. in here, Robbie. It stinks of trade. Another trade? No. <laughs> By the way, uh, here's here's the thing for you. All right. Why is it always? It happens. It happens in every sport. Whenever, apparently, the Browns also added to some guy, Demarius Randall. And but okay. isn't he a cornerback? Yeah, he's a cornerback. Right. Yeah, he, they, he played up uh, Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. He got traded to he got traded up traded to Cleveland. So Green Bay has also traded Demarius Randall over to the Cleveland Browns. And yes. The Cleveland Browns are making a lot of moves. Before free agency starts. That's another thing, right? Free agency starts when? Next, Wednesday. Uh, next Wednesday. Wednesday the 14th. Right? Okay, so next Wednesday the 14th, free agency starts as well. So apparently there's a couple of teams that are making a lot of moves right now. Cleveland Browns, Philadelphia Eagles. That's the ones I've seen the most. I mean, do you see anything else going on? Is there anything that, that that's, I guess, going to be obvious that's going to happen, right? Before free agency. Kirk Cousins. Trades? Okay, Kirk Cousins. Where do you see him landing? You think, I, I Vikings think or Jets? I think he's going to sign with the Jets. Or I'd I'd sign with the Cardinals. I mean, I mean, if, I mean, if all if all the money's equal, I'd say probably the Vikings or the Jets. I think get the. I mean, Vikings or the Cardinals. Yeah, if if, but, all, if all the money's equal, I'm going. But think about it, the Cardinals. I'm, I'm going Vikings. The Cardinals went eight and eight last year with basically no Carson Palmer, no David, uh, Johnson. Dave, no David Johnson, sure. with bad quarterbacking, and they still banged out an eight and eight. Now this they don't they don't have Bruce Arians, but uh, I think with the David Johnson's coming back. You, you you put Kirk Cousins in that offense. I think he might be able to do some great things in offense. And, actually, yeah, and they're they're picking at fifteen. They might not be able to get the quarterback they want. Especially now, we don't know. We have no idea what Cleveland's going to do with those two picks now. So do yeah. we know? We know? Do we even know that the Giants are going to take a quarterback? They may. They may be. This may be. There's a lot more teams this year than there has been in a while that are looking for quarterback help. Denver and the Jets. Denver, the Jets, Arizona. Uh, who else? You got Vikings, oh, Vikings, Vikings, Jacks, maybe Jacksonville, Jacksonville. 
I mean, yeah, but yeah. but now, but now, I mean, I think that I think this quarterback class has been so underwhelming in the combine that I think teams are starting to look for other options. You see, Cleveland, I think. Well, that's but why Cleveland went with Tyrell Taylor. They didn't want. They didn't want Rosen. They didn't want. Maybe, maybe they still might draft him, but it looks like they didn't. They weren't. They didn't feel high on Allen. Sold. I don't think they're sold. They're not on. sold on Allen. They're not sold on Rosen. They're not sold on Darnold. They're not even sold on. Um, I'm missing a quarterback. I'm missing a quarterback. Uh, Dar- uh, Darnold, uh, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield. The, the, the California guys. Oh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, they're not Baker sold on Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Now they might be sold on Lamar Jackson in round two. Right. And they might. They might. They might take a gamble on Lamar Jackson there. But well, here's my thing. Like. You're you're a professional scout. You're an NFL scout, and you speak so highly of a kid like Josh Allen. And I understand that he's maybe he has all the intangibles. He's tall. He's uh, he's got a great arm. He sees the he sees the field well. But the kid played for Wyoming. What's why are the why is everybody so high on a kid like that? A kid like Josh Rosen. They don't they didn't win a lot. Did Josh Rosen win a lot at UCLA? They went six and six last year. Not he had one of the greatest comebacks in college football history, and Never. he had Marino comparisons in that first game Get against Texas A&M. It's college football; <laughs> those kind of things. Happen it was, four, it was forty-four to ten late in the third quarter. And they came back and won I, the game with listen, a fake spike at the end of the game. Listen, I get it, but I'm still not so. I mean, how can you be sold on Josh Rosen? Why? Because he's got a great arm. Why? What? What are? What are the things that he aside has from he, his intent? Well, okay, he's athletic. He can, you know, he can throw the ball down the field. How tall is the kid? It's like six two, six, Duh. maybe six three. I mean, he does. He does, he does have that. He does have that sourpuss attitude. Sometimes. Yeah, he's not swaggy at all. Right. This guy, he doesn't look like he's very confident in his ability. I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I'm just not sold on him. And obviously, we don't get to see him as much because he's on the West Coast and the games start late or what, whatever the case is. But he went 6-6 six and six at UCLA. Okay? In his last year, yeah. In his last year. The year before that, what did he do? I don't even think he had that good he of was, a year. He was injured a lot the year before. He was injured. Yeah. He was injured. So what is it about these guys that these that these scouts are seeing the only one that I'm confident in that I six four he's six four yeah. he doesn't even look six four to me. You'd be surprised how a lot of people you 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 wouldn't think like you know Marcus Mariota how tall is Marcus Mariota? He's what six three. He's six four, but like when he, you think Marcus Mariota because of his mobility, you think he'd be a little bit smaller, but no, he's he's six four. I'm just not sold on Rosen. I'm not sold. I'm definitely not sold on Darnold. No, right? yeah, definitely I'm not. Definitely sold not sold on Darnold. I mean, just watching him play the way that I mean. Okay, there's a couple of things that he reminds me of. Is is a guy like is a and and I'm only talking about the way he plays is a guy like Brett Favre. And the reason I say that is because he throws the ball. He likes to throw the ball in tight windows. He likes to throw the ball down the field. He he takes a lot of chances. He takes a lot of chances, but he also makes a lot of mistakes. He had over what over 10, 12 uh, interceptions this year. Robbie, check that out for me. Tell me how many interceptions that Sam Darnold had this past. Yeah, bu- no, he had a bunch. He, he had went a bunch. Like, of, uh, he had like tw- he had like thirteen. Did he have some great throws? Yes, absolutely. But he also had a bunch of terrible throws. Okay, he's not as mobile. He's not. I'm not saying he's not mobile, but he's not as mobile as some of these other guys. Like obviously not like Lamar Jackson or or even Baker Mayfield. Okay, the ones that I'm sold on. Baker Mayfield, why? He wins. He wins. Just like a guy like Deshaun Watson, who a lot of people weren't sold on last year coming out of the draft, saying, oh, he's just another mobile quarterback like a Robert Griffin, like a Johnny Manziel. I mean, maybe not to the Johnny Manziel comparison. Maybe that's a bad comparison. Okay. But I don't think a lot of people were sold on Deshaun Watson. I'm like, how can you not be sold on Deshaun Watson? He's a winner. He makes the plays. He makes plays down the field. He calls the right plays. He's he he puts his offense in positions to win, right? To be successful, and that's what I'm looking 
for and a quarterback more than anything else, being a field general. Josh Rosen wasn't a field general to me. Sam Darnold wasn't a field general to me. Josh Allen played in in, in the MEAC or whatever the hell he Mountain played. Mountain West. Okay, in the middle of nowhere. Okay, and if he he, and, he completed and only, they had a terrible season. Why? Yeah, he was the eighth well. best quarterback in the Mountain West. He completed fifty six percent of his passes both last year and the year before. When everyone thought he was really good, he was at fifty six percent passing. Okay, so then what is it that these guys see that that will translate at the next level? What is it? I mean, it's well the way Mel Kiper explains it is that he didn't. He's basically. Saying he doesn't, he didn't have a lot of talent around him, and he's just basically willing Wyoming to eight win seasons almost single handedly. And I did see, I did see tape. If you watch the Iowa game, there was a beautiful bomb, like a fifty yard bomb he threw. It was right in the guy's hands, and the guys dropped okay. it. But I'm not. But look, that that I mean, that's a pretty weak excuse. I think you know he, Josh Allen said it himself, like, "Oh, I lost a lot of guys to the NFL the year before. That's why we didn't have a good year." So he's he's kind of a little bit of an excuse maker, but. I, I think you know, even still, like you're in the Mountain West, I think that makes up for the lack of playmakers. Everybody in the Mountain West has is in a similar situation as you are as right. far as talent around you. Therefore, so, if you're that good, you need to be able to stand out. And he doesn't. He and doesn't. He, he was very. He was very. Eh, he was very eh last year. Okay, here's a good example. You, do you put if you put Josh Allen uh, in a team like let's say you take him to the SEC and you put him on a team like Tennessee, okay? Is he that much better? Is he a better quarterback at the uh, at Tennessee than he was at Wyoming? I don't know. I don't know because he wasn't that much better at Wyoming than anybody else. So I'm just not sold on him. I like two guys in this draft. I like Baker Mayfield and I like Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar Jackson as not. I, I, I hate the word project. I don't like the word project, but I like Lamar Jackson as a guy that you bring him in and sit him behind a guy like uh, Eli Manning or. Or someone that's that's or a, Drew Brees or Drew Brees, right? Something like that. Maybe even okay, even a guy like Ryan Tannehill. You can sit him sit him behind Ryan Tannehill for a year or two. Ryan Tannehill in two years is going to be 33, 34 years old. At that point, maybe it's time to part ways with him if if Ryan Tannehill does something decent, okay? Or the same situation like there was in, in Kansas City where they drafted Pat Mahomes and sat which, by him the behind way. Alex Smith, which is what I'm thinking about here in Miami. Why can't that happen? Okay, let's just say Ryan Tannehill has a good year this year, okay? And they do exactly what, let's say, Kansas City did, but they've got a kid like Baker Mayfield who in the preseason just completely tears it up. Is that an opportunity? Is that a possibility? Well, here? here's the problem. I mean, here's where I tell the people that are compare the Chiefs situation to the one of the Dolphins. Alex Smith was probably at the end of his career. He's probably who knows how many years left. But the Chiefs, they traded not one, but two first-round picks to get Pat Mahomes. And so Alex Smith last year, he has a great year. He throws 26 touchdowns, five interceptions. And even if you have no idea how good Patrick Mahomes is, you're almost you, you almost have to trade Alex Smith because you know you, that's his ceiling, I guess. Right? No, that's well, as because, good as it gets with Alex be, Smith. No, not that because because you've invested two first round picks in Patrick Mahomes, so eventually at some point he has to be the starter if you're going to give not one two first round picks to him. So it kind of forces it forces the, the the Chiefs to make an uncomfortable decision. They might have not been ready to go let go of Alex Smith, but because they had the huge investment in in Patrick Mahomes, you can't have him on the bench for three plus years when he gave. Two first round picks for him, and now this is what go back to the Dolphins. If if you draft Baker Mayfield, and Ryan Tannehill plays well, and he plays well again the next year, 
you you and you want to keep him, but you almost like wait a minute. But we drafted this guy Mayfield number one. We we have to put him on the field, or else we're gonna basically lose him for nothing. Or we have to try to hopefully we we could recoup a second round pick for the, for Baker Mayfield three years from now. And then so you're almost forced to, even though you don't want to get you have a good quarterback, and even if you don't want to get rid of him because you made the, the a high investment with a backup, you're almost forced to make that uncomfortable decision to move on from Ryan Tannehill when you really don't want to, but be, only because you spent a high pick on a quarterback. That's why I'm afraid that the Dolphins are going to position themselves in. I, I get it, but I, I'm also thinking that Ryan Tannehill is already 31 years old. and so Is he 31? Yeah, he's 31 years old. Or he'll be 31 this year. He'll be 31 this year? Yeah. That, that makes sense. He yeah. Was, so but wait, that means he was drafted like when he was 25. He's been in the league, what, seven years now? Well, wait a minute. No, there's, wait, hold on a second. No, there's no 25-year-old unless you're John Beck coming out of BYU who spent like six years in a mission who gets drafted higher than the age of 22. And John Beck was 26 and the Dolphins spent a second round well, pick. Well, yeah, but Brian Tannehill spent, what, five years at Texas A&M? Remember, he was a wide receiver before. He made a redshirted. But yeah. still, he put you at 23. So you come you out of the 23? draft at 23. Seven years old. Uh, seven years in the league. Ryan Timothy Tannehill. Yeah. July 27th, 1988, age 29. I knew I was 29. Okay, I knew so he's going to so be 30 this year. Yeah, he's gonna be thirty this year. Yeah, like, 30 wait, thirty? He's already thirty-one. Whoa! I was like, whoa. Okay, so he's gonna be a thirty-year-old quarterback with a bum knee. We don't. Well, we don't. We don't. We don't know how bum it is before. But remember, my thing is my here's here's my thing, and I'm thinking I'm thinking from from a front office standpoint. What and I, and you, I guess these guys have to think like this. What happens? Okay, <clears throat> Brian Brian Tannehill comes out there in the preseason, rolls out, and destroys his knee again. Because it's a possibility. You never know. And that's what makes Ryan, Ryan Tannehill good or better is his mobility, his ability to be able to get out of the pocket, to run a run, a run pass option. What's to say that he doesn't do that again? Then what do you have behind him? What do you have behind him? David Fales? Because Matt Moore's not going to come back. But right? David Fales, I think, he, well, look, you can't pay Matt Moore what you want. But I think, you know, they, they let David Fales play that week 17 game just to see what he could do. And I thought they were down 23-3. to He came back. He gave, he gave him the chance. That's, the, that's that's what you want in a backup quarterback. I thought Matt Well did a pretty good job as a backup quarterback. His problem was when he was forced to start a game because, because of injury, that's right. when the ruckus ensued. Sure. And he was and when Matt Moore took over for Ryan Tannehill two years ago, he went 2-1 and one in the regular season. And then he, uh, he, lost, he lost in the playoff game. But I, th- I didn't think he played poorly. When he was called, except for the, the games this year, where he had to start the game against Baltimore, which is oh god, that Thursday night game, oh, oh forty brutal. to nothing. That was brutal. And then the game against New England the first time around, but that was I think more of Adam Gase's fault than than Matt Moore. And I, I think, yeah, I don't think you need to spend a high pick on a backup quarterback. Again, this argument all the time. Well, what if Ryan Tannehill goes out for the season? But I could, well, what if he doesn't? What if he doesn't go off, be good, get out for the season and by week three and he plays the whole season? Then you spent your entire first round pick as a guy spent the entire year in the bench, didn't contribute on the field. Look how bad, look how badly the Dolphins were last year when Rayquan McMillan, second round pick last year, tears his ACL on the first play in the preseason. It wasn't even, it was on a punt, and so that that second they didn't get anything out of their second round last year. Nobody's fault. It's not a, a fluke injury, and. And look how look how badly the Dolphins needed him. So you can't have a first or second round pick just not completely not play. Well, yeah, I mean you're gonna have to. Dra- I mean the Dolphins don't have that luxury. They're, they're gonna have to play. They're gonna have to start. They're gonna have to. I mean it's got to be a the starter, Dolphins right? don't have that luxury. Not, they didn't go twelve and four last year. They didn't make the playoffs last year. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't contend for a Super Bowl. They don't have that luxury. So, so to, if they go with Baker Mayfield in the first round, he's got to start. So they have got to figure out a way to get rid of Ryan Tannehill. I, say, I right? think yes. If, 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 if trading him, I don't know. Trade him to the Cardinals. Get a get a two back. Well, here's the thing. You can get a two back. Now you're talking. I mean, you've got. I mean, that's not bad. That's a solid 
second round pick for for Ryan Tannehill. I would mean, you do that? Would you do that? I try to hustle for a one, but would, then would you draft Baker Mayfield and then pick, well, if, and if then I, trade if I got the Ryan fi- Tannehill for a second round pick to a team like the Cardinals who went eight and eight? So that means it's going to be a high draft, top ten draft. I, pick, I right? think. Oh yeah, they're they're fifteenth. They're fifteenth. No, they're they're fifteenth. They're fifteenth, and so right in the middle of the, of the second round. Right. So you're looking at pick forty seven in the dra- in the draft. So would I, would I trade Ryan Tannehill for forty seven? I think I would rather keep Ryan Tannehill and take eleven, take a linebacker at eleven, than that 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 Baker Mayfield and a linebacker at forty seven. I mean, it might, it might not be a linebacker. Just, just for comparison. Well, that's, that's, that's my thing. Who, who's a linebacker? Because Roquan Smith is not going to be there. He might. Uh, he drops. He, he's medical. He got medically red flagged. But the what, rate. What I'm was so it weird. for? What was it for? I think it was his. Uh, what was it? Was it? Was it his back? It was his vesicula. <laughs> he heard his vesicula. <laughs> now I'm looking. Ro- now I got to look just, it up. I just went all Cuban on everybody. Vesicula, by the way, guys, is nothing. Okay, this is just a made up Ma- name. Roquan Smith, red flag. Roquan Smith with an injured vesicula. <laughs> Roquan Smith was flagged for medical. Oh, rest- oh, oh this is by right the way. Up. By the way, we'll be back. Oh, going to commercial, this is so much fun. I know. Hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7 lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal, $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time, prime time deal of the century. Walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a medium pie. What? That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for four dollars? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. I taught my boy Carlos. And you heard it on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305 381 4446. Power Pizza, where the power is in the dough. Every day across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air, broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say. Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and college radio is that place for it. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. This is where we start out, you know, from getting all this great experience working in college radio it makes you want to work in real radio. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the college radio foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. 
American Red Cross helps people affected by disasters like floods, tornadoes, and other crises. You can help the American Red Cross by donating all kinds of things from money, blood, food, and clothing. 2016 has seen three times the number of large disasters so far compared to other years. Donate blood today to save a life. The American Red Cross is looking forward to your donation. Go to the American Red Cross website at redcross.org. It's a legal contact. It's a five-yard penalty. <laughs> Auto, all, definitely automatic suspension. <laughs> automatic first down. You don't even want to know. Nobody knows what we're talking you about. Don't let's even keep, it, let's keep it that way. Yeah, I think we're going to keep it that way. All right. <laughs> we're back here on the weekly sports show. By the way, you can find us on, uh, you can find the podcast. When we're done, the podcast will be up on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Just search the weekly sports drop. Oh, it's on I- iTunes now. Yeah. We're doing big time. Yeah, yeah, we're big time, man. We don't mess around. If only we can get some more some more listeners. That oh, would be yeah. Uh, we're on, like I said, we're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Search the weekly sports drop. Also on Instagram at the weekly. It's, it's the weekly under the underscore weekly. It's long. Just search the weekly sports drop. You'll be able to find us there. It's well. a drop that comes weekly. It is. Sports drop that it's comes weekly. It's made out of sports. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. And you can find Robbie <laughs> doing <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Yeah, you, you guys did a lot of that today, right? The, the sad trombone. Oh, yeah, the sad trombone. <laughs> well, listen. Yeah, and you can find Robbie doing absolutely nothing on Twitter at rcampbell1. Yeah, actually, I haven't tweeted in a while, and I like to keep it that way. Shocker. Here, I got one for you guys. Are you ready for this one? That's what I'm bringing. Are you ready for this? Oh, I got my own little sound effects going on here, guys. That's a cheesy one. I mean, that's, cheesy. that's one of the most popular ones. It's yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. You know, I had a brilliant business idea revolving that. Brilliant business. Robbie with a brilliant business, so, business idea. I got to hear this one. So I mean, maybe they should do this for this Wednesday when NFL free agency starts, starts up again. But I had this brilliant idea because I had to do a radio show. This past July, and I'll probably be on again this July 1st at midnight. Can you bring me on? Yeah, why not? It'll be at midnight, though. It's from midnight to like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. in the East Coast, in case anyone's out there watching. That's a free agency show, right? It's NBA free agency show. Okay. And so, last year... Tell Len to let me come on with you, man. Oh, you, you can sneak in in the middle of the night. I'll, I'll you, you got you got access to it. Just, don't, don't don't you have a clicker? You just zeke right in. Yeah, yeah. And then, he, like, and then he hears on. me on air, and then the so, next day I don't. Well, have a drop. I mean, we left, we we left the microphone on. He just started came in and just started talking, and, and it <laughs> sounded good. And we got good radio. <laughs> yeah, we 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 we, 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 we didn't want to change anything. <laughs> I got a bunch of degenerate friends that listened to it at that time, so why not? But so last year, July first, the thirtieth of June was a Friday night and then Saturday morning was July 1st so that's 12 a.m. to 5 a.m. was, was Saturday Friday to Saturday that's so, that's so okay. I figured at that time especially down here it's bumping every, every people are bumping and grinding and they're out partying but they have no idea what's going on with the latest news and free agency so my and then it's gonna happen again this year I believe the 30th of June is on a Saturday and July 1st is on a Sunday so that means we'll be on the air early that Sunday morning and so people, Saturday night, people are out, bam, 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 bam. Everyone's bumping and grinding and partying and throwing down double shots of Patron. Bumping and grinding. What is this, an R. Kelly song? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. He did a lot of bumping and grinding. Yeah, he did. Whoa. <laughs> but, uh, 
No tossing anything. So, that, so this, my, my brilliant idea was the DJ or whatever one of these clubs and establishments, like every time a Woj bomb would come up, a big news would break, you'd get that, uh, you'd get the, uh, the air horn? Yeah, yeah, get it ready. So like, you know, get, get, oh, get it ready. Hold on a second. Yeah, get, get it ready so we can do this to say episode. Everyone's bumping. Boom, 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 ba dum ba dum ba And then all of a sudden, wait, wait. You, you get the record scratcher. You, you fu- and then Woj would be like, hey, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. signed a new deal with the Knicks. Wow. And then, oh! That- Cl- we need to start the way here. <laughs> and then go back to party. Breaking news. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor was traded to the yeah. Cleveland Browns. Who was one of the ones I remember? Oh, who signed with the Timberwolves? Oh, Jeff Teague signed with the Timberwolves. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Derek Rose to the Timberwolves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that 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 was my... And then, you know, I mean, that, that gets everybody fired up at the clubs. It's like, whoa, you see that trade, that Woj bomb? And then, and then you get back to bumping in the music. Robbie, you do realize nobody is listening to us at the clubs, right? What that? But that's why. They oh, so you want to do like a live broadcast at the club? No, no, no. I'm saying if you're at the clubs and you have no idea what's going on in free agency or who signed with who, and you know your phones are probably on zero percent battery because you're out partying all night, and then uh, the the DJ could be on the lookout, could have his, his oh, Twitter feed. Oh, the DJ will do it. Yeah, the oh, DJ okay, will okay. stop the music midstream. Get the record scratcher, and then the air horn, and then you'll you'll like. Put a big John on the there's a sort of projector screen. He'll fly, he'll turn the lights to that projector screen. It has the Woj tweet up there with the Woj bomb. That's terrible. Cook. It's not gonna happen, man. Or like Paul George is being traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's gonna get the party going crazy. Where are they gonna do it at? Where where are we doing this at? Well, I mean, whichever party wants to do that. Eleven space. Eleven. Live. Well, yeah, we, 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 they'll take us. At eleven, it's gonna be hard to keep you know. For them to be looking at at the DJ putting up. Oh, I, 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 you just gave me another brilliant business idea. Oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know if I want. If it involves eleven, I don't, I don't ah. even know. If I want Robbie's and Fed more ass to tell me, <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on. Here. So, so this partying, you know, the eleven is for those of you that are listening outside of Miami. Eleven is a, a joint here, an establishment right. that people may not wear clothes. I just keep it. Well, it's it's a club. Listen, it's a, it's a club. club. It's a club. It's a club, but there are women that are scandally yes. dressed or and or undressed. So to a certain degree. So so on July first, you know, a big trade happens. LeBron signs with the Lakers. You get to get the horn ready. LeBron who? LeBron signed with the Lakers. So LeBron signed LeBron James signs with the Lakers and then the DJ stops the music, plays that noise, and then points the points a big light, giant light to an ass. And on the ass you see the Woj tweet. On the cheeks. On the cheeks is the Woj bomb. Yes, on the cheeks. <laughs> Oh my god You know what I'm gonna pitch it to 11 <laughs> Yes pitch it Alright well, I'm gonna pitch it to 11 But we have to, But Robbie You need to be a part of it though man Somehow Dude, man. Somehow I'm, uh, Robbie's not gonna Turn that one down That's yeah, I mean hey you know, That's a great way That's a way we get the news out there You know That <laughs> is funny That's awesome That's awesome <laughs> Oh like I don't know I don't, even, I don't even know how to uh, How to keep going after that one <laughs> I mean that, that's, I mean, that's It doesn't have to be ass It could be anywhere but By the way by the way, huge shout out to the Miami Heat on a huge win last yep. night, right? Yep, yep. Uh, beat the Philadelphia Sixers. Uh, Alley ooping to D Wade. Oh, that was beautiful. You know the beef between Embiid and Whiteside is great. Oh, and Whiteside owned Embiid. As someone put it, as someone put it so eloquently today on the air, uh, Whiteside's two two little Whitesides were on top of Embiid's <laughs> shoulder. <right? laughs> and someone said they're not so little and they're not so white. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's some nice uh, there's some nice beef there with the, with Embiid and Whiteside. Look. The reality is, Whiteside had a great game last night. Okay, and D Wade looked looked good again. I mean, that what a trade, huh? 
Now, not looking back, you know, a lot of people were skeptical. Oh, this is going to ruin the chemistry with the Miami Heat. And are they going to look good? I mean, they look pretty damn good with Dwayne Wade in the lineup. I mean, especially that little alley-oop that Josh Richardson, Richardson threw to him. That was glorious. I mean, that was great. So you've got Whiteside playing well. Here's my thing, though, and I understand the beef and everything. Whiteside's still not as not better. Than no, the question, the question about Whiteside is, can he do that every night? He was fired up to play against Embiid. Whiteside yeah. is the Jordan Phillips of the Miami Heat. Oh, whoa. Let's whoa. just be honest. When Jordan Phillips is playing hard and playing well, is he does he not look like one of the best defensive tackles in the league? Yes. But how many plays does he take off? He takes off some plays. Same thing with Whiteside. Whiteside's lazy sometimes. He he lags behind. He doesn't run up and down the court. But if he makes one of these big buckets, he's going to run up and down the court. And that's how he is. He doesn't play the whole time. That's why I got like Bam needs to be on this team. Yeah, and there's there's games where Whiteside doesn't play in the fourth quarter because of matchups or because of attitude or because of sulk or whatever. Right. And there's games like last night where he's just dominating. He did. He absolutely dominated. And can night. he do that every night? Can he do that tomorrow night? Against the Washington Wizards, and we, they just played them a couple days ago. Right. And are I they saw at my, home? They are at home. Okay, it's the last home game before a West Coast road trip, and I believe they're done with the Miami Vice jersey. That was, that ended yesterday. Man, how much longer are they going to use those jerseys? Those it, was, it was a solid month. It was. It was a solid couple weeks. Well, now it's Hispanic Heritage Month because you got the Suns wearing Los Suns, so they're probably El Heat. Wear El Heat. Oh, I, 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 I do you like those? Do you like those jerseys? I, I, well. I like it when they wear the white jersey at home. I just can't stand yeah, like seeing the white jerseys on the road. It's just, it's just so hideous in the NBA. So I hope whatever it is, it's like at least with the Miami Vice jerseys, they were white. And so that means, the, you know, you still had your white at home and your your uh, colored jerseys uh, on the road, which is what it's supposed to be in the NBA. I, I assume they go back to regular uniforms, but that's right. It is Hispanic heritage much. It could be El Heat the rest of March. Yeah, it might be El Heat again. How many? I bet you uh, how many times have the Heat actually worn their home whites? All year, probably like three times. I don't know. I mean, I can't remember. Like the first three games of the season, they wore their home. Why? Because they were they were wearing the black. They wore reds for a long time at home, and I think they stuck in some superstitious thing too. You know, they feel like they're winning with a with a certain color. No, well, and then the playoffs. Why did they wear the vice those vice jerseys so long? Because that's how it was planned out for. Like it was planned out. These these they said before they before they wore a game. The vice the marketing person for the vice she came on our our show and she was like all right these are the dates that we're they're gonna be wearing the uniforms and included a couple road games oh i got another one i got another one another bogey yeah well so who they traded who who demarius randall got traded for from the packers the cleveland browns gave back deshaun kaiser what deshaun kaiser to the packers for demarius randall you should have gotten that 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 uh that pink. Deshaun Kaiser? Deshaun Kaiser. Well, he was a second round weight, and the teams, they swapped picks in the fourth and fifth round also. Okay. Wow. So the Packers probably moved up in the fourth. They probably have the first pick in the That's fourth round. That's a pretty round. big trade. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's... And in the fifth round. Does that mean that now Brett Hundley has to find himself a new place? So they basically turned a second round pick into Demarius Randall, which isn't. Ah, that's a good question. Right? Because he came in. He played solid. Right? I think he was better than he was better than Deshaun Kaiser. That's my point. So now where does Hunley go? Now is Hunley a nice trade commodity for you know someone that's looking for a quarterback? Pandemonium! Oh man, I love this stuff. I love I love football. But I mean, I yeah, Hunley NFL. He, he won some games. So he won some games. So he beat the Browns too. The Browns. The closest game the Browns were winning was against was against the Packers. And Brett Hunley had that miracle comeback in the fourth quarter. But I thought Hunley. He had a he was a victim of drops a lot of times. Right. But I, I thought Hunley didn't play bad no. as Aaron Rodgers backup. And then he, he, he and then Aaron Rodgers came back and then they lost and they were out of the playoffs and they went back to Hunley. But I thought I thought he played pretty good. I would definitely rather have Brett Hunley than Deshaun Kaiser. Hashtag NFL offseason. 
What are they going to do with Rodgers? What are they going to do with Rodgers? What do you mean, what are they going to do with Rodgers? Uh, get out of here. Warner talks that he's unhappy and, you know, they might lose his receivers. start some stuff now? Well, I mean, apparently. throw some stuff out there. His receivers might not be back. Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb might not be back in the Packers. Well, Randall Cobb was starting on his decline. I mean, he didn't play that well last year. He was hurt, too. And they, got to, they, they signed Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. He, he got paid. A big contract, right. So now, so now, if Jordy Nelson is gone, all you've got left. All is, right, all right. Is we got. We, oh my God, what's that? Are you some, ready? To, are you ready to some more? Some are more. You, are you ready? Are you so ready to get the air horn out? You yeah. You might want to get the air horn, and you yeah, might want to. You might want to put your phone in a safe place so it doesn't get thrown to the wall. Oh crap! Get I, the air horn. I almost said the S word. Ready? You want me to print? Print it. <laughs> so apparently. The, we, we now know the compensation the Dolphins got for Jarvis oh, Landry. Oh, Jesus. The 28, it is a 2018 pick, and it is a 2019. Oh, boy. The 2018 pick is a fourth rounder. Okay. All right. The 2019 pick is a seventh rounder. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? The seventh rounder in 2019. I thought the 2019 would be a better pick because that's a year away. This is ridiculous. A fourth and a seven. I can't. I can't, I can't deal a with it. A fourth and a seven. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Four and a seven. <laughs> and the Dolphins are going to use it. When, when you said fourth, I said, okay, fine. And then you went, and I thought you were going to say second. So I thought I was going to throw the phone for a good reason. You almost made me throw the phone for That's a That's what I was trying to protect you from doing. Oh, my God. The four to seven. Oh, my the God. Seventh the seventh round pick is not even this year. It's next year. It's not even. It's a 2019-7. That's basically. Joke's on you, Dolphins. <laughs> All right? Joke is on you. And again, I mean, it doesn't cease to amaze me. It never, it never ceases seven. to amaze me. I mean, a team that was loaded with traffics. They could only get a four. They couldn't even get two this year. They was a four and a seven. <laughs> So you, you guys gotta see Robbie. He's, this is ridiculous. Robbie's he's having a total breakdown right now. <laughs> Robbie's having a total okay, breakdown. The, he might be in tears. The 2019 pick because you're not getting two first round, but you're not getting two picks this year. You have to figure. Okay, the 2019 pick has got to be higher than the 18 right. pick because that's further away. Nope. It's not for the Miami <laughs> Dolphins, baby. You know why? Because it's Miami. Because it's Miami. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean. What? So I assume it's the first pick of the fourth round. Okay, but what's going on? What's going on in the minds of Mike Tannenbaum and and the rest of the brass over there in Miami? I mean, where where do you come up with getting a seventh round pick in in, in the two now 2019 draft and a? F- so let's put this way: the Dolphins traded JGI. Although, and Jarvis although Landry I'm disappointed, for, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I really am not. I'm a little surprised at the seventh rounder. I'm, I'm not surprised. Well, how can you be surprised? They always seem to screw it up one way or the other. I didn't think that the, the the pick further away would be the seventh round pick, and not even for this year. It's like, what a joke. I wonder how the negotiating process. All right, we want a four and a seven. Oh, uh, we really don't want to give or lose our seventh round pick this year. Do you mind if we give you our seventh round pick next year? Ah, okay. <laughs> sure. Ah, why not? <laughs> I mean, that's what kind of That's terrible, man. Oh that is God. terrible. Now, they did get Robert Quinn for a four. Okay. But but they apparently these right, are, that was a good trade. They still have so they traded Ajayi and, and Jarvis Landry for two for fourth round picks, and then they used their own fourth round pick that they owned. To get Robert Quinn. To get Robert Quinn. 
So uh, it's still tr- it's, it's hard br- breaking down. So all now this. we've got two fourth rounders again this year. Yeah, we have two. We're back to having right. two fourth rounders. We yeah. got one, we got a first. We got a second. Right. We have a third. We have a third. Two fourths. No five. No five. No five. And I think you have a six and a and a, se- and a seven. Six and a seven. And I think you you still have a. I think you may have two a couple sevens because of that uh, Julius Thomas trade from last year. They gave you a seventh round pick from this year. That's right. So and now he's gone because you know that. Uh, March fourteenth, they're gonna get cut. Him and Timmons are they're, they're cut. both gone. Maybe, maybe, okay. Maybe so hold on James. a second, though. So, how come a guy like Richard Sherman can get released now, but Thomas and Timmons have to wait till the fourteenth, or is it that he got released, but it's official the fourteenth? It's everything's official the fourteenth. So the league, even the though official, Sherman got league, cut today, it's official. Yeah, the league 14th. year starts the fourteenth. Like even the Alex Smith trade with that happened in the Super Bowl week, that can't be official until the fourteenth. Gotcha. That's when the official league year begins. Okay, okay. I mean, this is going to be interesting to see what, what happens in free agency. And obviously, before we before we go on the air again, free agency will have already started, right? Yes, correct. So, we've got so, so we'll hopefully, hopefully, if you decide you want to come be a part of the show next Friday, because I know your degenerate ass is going to be doing March I'm not showing up. Nope, not showing up next Friday. I'm letting you know right now, Jazz. Why? Not showing up. What's going on next Friday? You know what's going on this Friday? What's going on? It's March Madness, twelve to twelve from thir- twelve from noon Thursday to midnight Sunday. It's nonstop basketball. All right, so I'm gonna have a new co-host on. Friday. Yeah, you may, may you may be uh, ISA. Son of why don't you why don't you take next Friday off too? We'll watch March Madness. Because I want. No to one's talk. gonna be watching us. Everybody's gonna be watching basketball. No one's gonna be listening. No yeah, one's gonna I'm be. Still going gonna put a podcast out there, man. Oh, that's true. We we are no. we, responsible around here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, quick! I'm gonna keep a little, 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 little bit on a little secret. Okay, here's what we can do. Top we, secret stuff. Okay. Wednesday, we come in on Wednesday or before Friday, and we record a podcast. Oh. We don't talk about any of the basketball because we don't want to sound outdated. And so we talk so we about just track we talk it. NFL, we talk about NFL show, and then we we replay it on Friday, and we're talking about the NFL moves. We can make like an NFL podcast that people think we're, we're live on Friday, but really we're out watching basketball, having beers, and we're still doing the show at the same time. You know, every once in a while, his degenerate self comes up with some pretty good ideas. So <laughs> See, I gotta give it to him. I gotta give especially it. that ass idea. That ass idea was pretty good. The ass. I, that's that's the best. <laughs> the best take of the whole entire night was the was the ass Wolf Bomb. We're gonna call it the ass wolge bomb, yes, wolge. and I'm gonna put that in the description. The ass wolge bomb. <laughs> yeah. All right, on the podcast. That's gonna be funny. I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna get out of here. I gotta get out of here early. Robbie's gonna Robbie's got a show tomorrow, baby, on seven ninety the ticket, right? From three to six thirty with Zach. Yes, Zach Duarte. Yes, with Zach. Duarte. And I'll also be on. Believe it or not, I'm gonna also be on from ten a.m. to one p.m. tomorrow for Boca Chamber Radio. Then I'm gonna haul ass down for Boca, and we're gonna do the show from seven ninety to three to six thirty. I'm gonna be on six and a half hours of me tomorrow. I like wow. it. Commit, Robbie. I gotta admit. I love I radio, admit. man. I gotta admit. Greatest profession in the world. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Hey, it's Lon Freeman from Intercom Radio, and you're listening to SportsOverTime.com.